0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, July 19th, 2019. I'm Rich Strappolino. On July 18th, the city of Orlando ended the second phase of its pilot to test Amazon's real-time face detection service, Recognition. The first phase began in May of 2018 with the installation of eight cameras across the police department HQ, downtown Orlando, and a community rec center. In a memo to the city council, Orlando's chief administrative office stated the city was not able to dedicate the resources to the pilot to enable us to make any noticeable progress toward completing the needed configuration and testing, with no immediate plans to test further facial recognition software. The pilot wanted to test giving police officers the ability to upload photos of suspects and be alerted when the face was identified on camera. Bandwidth issues prevented the city from processing the feed of more than one camera at a time, and the pilot never got to the point of testing images. Security researcher Sam Jadali and Washington Post tech columnist Joffrey Fowler published a report on a browser extension vulnerability for Chrome and Firefox they call DataSpy. The leak exposed personally identifiable and corporate information, which was then made available to members of an unnamed service. Affected extensions include HoverZoom, SpeakIt, SuperZoom, SafeFrom.net Helper, FairShare Unlock, and Panel Membership, all of which had over 100,000 users. Data collected could be searched by domain name with confidential corporate memos, zero day security vulnerabilities, tax returns, GPS locations, travel itineraries, credit card details, and possibly even URLs visited exposed. Domains from Amazon, Apple, BuzzFeed, Dell, Facebook, Epic Games, Tesla, and Walmart were among those listed on the service. The report found that HoverZoom and SpeakIt also waited to transmit data up to 24 days, presumably to help avoid detection. After contacting Google and Mozilla, the companies remotely disabled the extensions. The online service collecting the information is also now defunct. A report from the Paulson Institute in Chicago says that while China leads the way in data depth and access for use by AI, the U.S. has better quality data and diversity. China gets its staff from the 800 million Chinese users who have internet access and its access from the high use of services like WeChat. However, US AI efforts are global, giving it access to a greater range of languages, ethnicities, cultures, and nationalities. Microsoft announced in Q4 it earned $1.37 per share on revenue of $33.72 billion. Analysts had expected revenue of $32.77 billion and earnings of $1.21 per share. Revenue grew 12% on the year, making it the ninth straight quarter of double-digit growth. Microsoft's Intelligent Cloud business, which includes Azure, Windows Server, and GitHub, generated $11.39 billion in revenue, with Azure growing 64% of the year. This is the first time Intelligent Cloud generated the most business unit revenue at Microsoft. As usual, though, Microsoft does not break out Azure revenue figures specifically. Microsoft's more personal computing business, which includes Xbox, Surface Hardware, and Search, generated $11.28 billion, while productivity and business, which includes Office 365 and LinkedIn, generated $11.05 billion. Version 76 of Google's Chrome browser will fix an unintended loophole that allows sites to determine if a visitor is using an incognito window. Previous versions of Chrome disabled the file system API to avoid leaving traces on host machines, However, sites could check the availability of the API, and if they received an error, assume incognito mode was used. The new version will modify the file system API to avoid the issue. Chrome 76 rolls out on July 30th. Google also announced increases in its bug bounty programs paid from its Chrome Vulnerability Rewards program. The maximum baseline reward amount increases from $5,000 to $15,000, while the maximum reward for a high-quality report doubles to $30,000. Researchers contributing to the Chrome Fuzzer program rewards also doubled, now up to $1,000. Google also created new categories for security bugs in firmware and lock screen bypasses, as well as offering a $150,000 bounty for exploit chains that can compromise a Chromebook or Chromebox with persistence in guest mode. Pampers announced a new Lumi all in one connected diaper system with two activity sensors for the diapers, a Logitech camera, a Wi Fi baby monitor, and an app. Lumi's sensor detects and monitors a wider, more visible blue stripe on the outside of specially made diapers to detect wetness. There's a comparable Monit Smart Diaper Sensor in Korea that can be attached to any diaper. The body cam measures temperature and humidity and serves as a hub for the activity sensors. The app takes all this data to view activity trends. No pricing has been announced for the system, but it will include two packs of diapers when it launches in the autumn, and you can sign up for pre-orders now. Amsterdam is pausing approval of new data centers until the end of the year in order to adjust its policies. Amsterdam believes it has more data centers than any other major city in the world because of its low taxes and cheap electricity. But the city uh, worries that it's being put too much strain on power networks and property management. Amsterdam is home to about one-third of the data centers in Europe. The government wants to give municipalities more control over location to make sure new construction fits into as little space as possible and blends in architecturally. While data centers run on 80% green energy, Amsterdam wants to do more and wants to set requirements that data centers make residual heat available for free for the heating of homes and other green energy uses. Many data centers already voluntarily do this. Google announced that YouTube Music on iOS and Android will now feature a button to switch between listening to a song and viewing the music video. Google time-matched over 5 million songs with the hopes of making the switch over seamless. There will also be an option to never play a music video in the app, if that's what you prefer. The new feature is available to YouTube Premium or YouTube Music Premium subscribers, but not on the free tier. And finally, Huawei's SVP Catherine Chen stated that the company's Hongbang operating system isn't being designed as a replacement for Android and will focus on industrial uses, specifically IoT. Huawei Communications VP Andrew Williamson told Reuters in June that Hongmeng was being tested as an Android replacement that could be in place in months following a potential blacklisting. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.